the Real Estate You podcast with Letty Ann. Welcome back to Real Estate You with Letty Ann. Today we have Adi Schmier. Adi is not only my friend, but she's also an integrative health coach. And if I had to describe you in maybe a sentence, Adi, I would say you want nothing more than the well-being of uh, those that you meet, know, and love. Welcome, Adi. So how did you, so you're an integrative health coach. Some people might say, okay, I don't understand what that means. Let us know what that means. So uh, the role of integrative nutrition health coach is basically I am not a doctor because it's, it's a coach, but it can do more than people think according to, um, you know, guidelines. Um, I have a stomach ache. I'm, I'm pre-diabetic. The doctor told me I need to avoid sugar, but there's so many things they can do on top of that by themselves in the house, uh, follow healthy meal plans, ideas of food um, that will be healthy according to the doctor's, you know, guidelines, but more creative and yummy and make it fun. I mean, um, a health coach is basically more like a guide to, okay, the doctor told me my blood test is this and this and that, and I need to lower my cholesterol. So there I come and I give them, okay, this is how we're going to do it together. Oh, you like chocolate. Let's just make it more, you know, recipes with chocolate and things like that to put your disease under control. Uh, I love to reverse disease. If you ask me, that's my favorite part is to get someone with diabetes and then take them off his medications, uh, take people with psoriasis and show them that with food, they can be psoriasis free. Same thing with autoimmune. Um, It's basically like a postmodern nutrition and we use food as medicine. So that's basically what I do. I try to help people be their best, feel their best, and really take their higher level of well-being. I mean, that's, that's what I try to do. And live their best. I'll add that on to what you do. Um, and be happy. And be happy. So we're going to talk today about the stressors of moving, um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> the whole process of moving. And it's not necessarily uh, just the physical act of moving things. But when someone is making a transition from one home to another home, it starts with emotions and relinquishing their, not their memories, but relinquishing the house. Then they need to go in and relinquish their goods in their home. And that can take an emotional toll, especially if someone's spent decades or raised their family there. So you have emotional stressors when you're moving, but then you also have physical stressors. And ultimately what ends up happening is people tend to start losing sleep and then they're not eating, and then they're binge eating, and then they're not eating. So um, how can someone, uh, Adi, uh, get through the moving process from the time they decide to sell their home to actually moving into their next home, which there's a lot of uh, great emotions and happy emotions as well, but it's, mm-hmm. it does take a toll on one's body. So what, what might you suggest? So I personally suggest, especially now when we're having that pandemic and I don't know, um, for me, keeping your immune system up is currently the most important thing. So if you know you're moving and you're stressful, like you said, and stress is like taking over, I suggest you focus first of all on keeping that sleep in in in, in place. So if there is a, a, the best tip I can give people that move from house to house, I know stress is going to, you know, take their sleep away and they're going to 
pack during the day and think about it during the night and be disturbed. But the best tip I can give today is that do not compromise your sleep because your sleep is your immune system, it's your mood, it's your physically health, it's your organ, not to even mention anti-aging, which is really not the subject today, but that will change the whole experience. And this is up to you. And I remember we talked about that lady and that it can be very stressful, but it's in your control how you see that. So we can all go through the same emotional changes, but it's up to us how we see that. So if I was someone to move and it's very emotional, I want to put my sleep first priority. And for that, I have some tips today. And I would really recommend one, if you have to use something natural, use melatonin. I have personally a chocolate with melatonin that's called Sleepy. Did and you, on days I get... know I'm going through things and I'm, I'm excited and I'm, I'm having anxiety because my daughter is gymnastic and things like that. I would just take that chocolate and I will sleep like a baby. Did Adi, um, can I interrupt you for one second? Did you get that chocolate in Colorado or California <laughs> or Oregon? No. No. Okay. But if you did. Sprouts. <laughs> if you did. Oh, it's sprouts. Yes. <laughs> wink, wink. Yes. Okay. I'll be over to get some chocolate later. But oh, okay. So you have melatonin chocolate that you get at sprouts yeah. and, you get it at sprouts. and it really works. So what. You know, doesn't it affect people differently? How many milligrams do I take two? Yeah, so I'd probably they say eat the whole bar. Between one to three milligrams. And then some kind of melatonin might even give some people nightmares. This has never happened to me. But if it's that the case, there are many other natural supplements that at Sprouts they can guide you to use. I personally use magnesium high doses on days I know I need some relaxer. A fast Did you relaxer. say mag- magnesium? Magnesium. Okay. And they're a very easy uh, way to get it at Sprouts. It's like a, a powder and it says calm, C-A-L-M. Calm, magnesium, calm in a powder. Yes, you want to take, you know, follow the directions, but it says two teaspoons. I do it in the evening. That will put me in that mood of, you know, relaxation. If you add on top of it, like a bath, hopefully you have a bath now to use if you didn't pack in your... Um, but do a bath with Epsom salt, which is rich in magnesium, some lavender drops. Um, I don't know if you use heavy blankets. Have you heard about the heavy blanket? I, I've heard about them. Tell, tell me more about that. The, so these heavy blankets, they kind of provide you the hug. You know how the babies, when you wrap them in that wrapper, yes. they get that feeling of a nice tight hug. Yes. So these are these down. are weighted, aren't they? Weighted blankets. They're weighted blankets. Wow. And they lie on you, and they give you the same effect, and and they causes you to do that, uh, you know, dopamine and endorphins, the ones that you are hugging someone, and that will make it easier for some people to sleep all through the night. No, that's a great tip. So magnesium uh, in the evening, uh, then melatonin. Start with. Did you say three milligrams? One to two. One to three milligrams, depending on you. I mean, I'll probably start, take 10. Always start low. Always okay. start low. Yeah. And because you don't want those bad dreams. And if you do get the bad dreams, maybe back that up a little bit. So you, I'm hearing you say no matter what type of situation of stress that you might be in, sleep is the utmost important number one on your list. Is that right? Number one. Number one. I mean, yeah. Take care of that before you take care of the boxes. Before you, I mean, make sure you have a plan. How do I, an adult, sleep seven to nine hours a night? 
even though this is what I'm going through. Everything is going to look different if you're sleeping enough. So then you're, a, a person's schedule changes, right? <clears throat> so now they know they have to get their house ready to sell. They have to look for another house. They have to prepare everything. And their, their cycle of their daily lifestyle is different. So they may skip breakfast, realize it's 2 p.m. Oh, I haven't eaten yet. So what do you recommend as far as how, how much to eat and how often uh, during these times of now it's moving week, right? Everything's out of, out of kilter. Uh, what do you suggest? Um, Pre-planning, so, I would bet, would okay. be on. I always suggest to whatever your goals and meal plan was before, kind of try to stick with it and make it work. I'm going to give you two situations. I know today I'm going to be out of the house all day. I'm going to wake up in the morning. It takes five minutes to either make a nice smoothie with some fruits and some fiber and some protein or maybe I'm just going to pack myself fruits and scrambled egg with some nuts and seeds and a latte with collagen or whatever your plan is for you, pack it. It's five minutes. I, I mean, there's so many tips how to make a very healthy breakfast. If you are on an intermittent fasting, stay on an intermittent fasting. Don't eat, pack, do your things, then start eating at 11 or 12 if you're doing those short windows of eating. And in those windows of eating, your breakfast is already packed, so no need to worry. Snacking, I mean, I stopped snacking a long time ago because I started to eat more regular. But you're a snacker. Just make sure you go to Sprouts and buy those nuts and seeds and uh, maybe a protein ball healthy from Costco that you can take with you. Um, then make sure to stop to the nearest healthy restaurant. Um that is around your neighborhood. I know here that I have many like go-to places. I will go to Unfort. I will go, you know, I'm not, I don't know if we're supposed to mention, but you can, you know, there is a protein house. And what about uh BB Bop? Are you a fan? BB Bop? I haven't been there yet. Is that nice? It's pretty, it's, it's good. It's good. I think it's good. I should go there. Yeah. And then let us know what you think. I mean, I think it's good. It's fresh. They have all the uh, nutritional or Lisa calorie count for each of the items you're putting in. They have uh, fermented items and things like that too. So yeah. That sounds good. I also go to Whole Foods Buffet and that takes one minute. So is that back open now? The buffet? Yeah, they have food ready-made. Oh, of course. Yeah. Ready-made. Yeah. That's, that's, that's awesome. That's so awesome. I want, I want you to... go five minutes, you take your lunch, you keep it healthy, maybe even buy a soup, homemade soup they have at Whole Foods, and then you can just at night warm it, and then you're done. You ate healthy. You made sure to get those three meals. You kept your meal plan. If you're doing intermittent fasting, it's it's even easier because you're busy. <laughs> you know, the, the hard times to do intermittent fasting is when I'm home. So um, uh, let me ask you this. Uh, how many, how much time do you suggest between your last meal or the last bit of food and then bedtime? How much time in between last bite? Three hours. Bedtime. Three hours? Three, at least. Mamacita. All right. Well, <laughs> I'll have to adjust that. Unless um, you want to go to sleep with your steak. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking, <laughs> I'm talking with Adi Shmir. 
She is an integrative health coach right here in the Kansas City metro area. Please, though, no matter where you live and where you're listening, go to her website, fitfoodfeelgood.com. And check out her recipes. She talked about uh, purchasing protein balls and things. Uh, She's got recipes on there. Uh, You can reach out to Adi if you have questions. She's there to answer those questions. Uh, We're not even touching the tip of the iceberg with Adi and Pilates Reformer and Pilates and step class and stretching. And how, like you said, at the, I'll say that at the top of the hour, you said you love nothing more than taking someone with, that has an autoimmune deficiency and through exercise and diet, changing, turning that around, right? Thyroid, thyroid issues that are, their, people are pumping thyroid meds at, turning that around through food and exercise, diabetes you'd mentioned. So if you have questions and want to go to a more natural route, please reach out to Adi because she can help you um, maybe on, on the path or guide you or be your mentor. I know you're on speed dial on my phone right here uh, <laughs> with, with questions. Um, and you know what? You always have time for not only me, but all the other people that you care about. So thank you for that. I appreciate it. Um, let's talk about and we, we, we spoke a little earlier about feng shui on a previous episode. However, what, what are your tips for the, cause it's, we're talking about a lifestyle, diet, exercise, yes, supplements, uh, we understand, but the flow of a home, uh, there's something to be said about the, the flow of the house and how you feel there. And now with so many people working and schooling from home, uh, that is more of their sanctuary now than ever before. So you want to feel grounded in your home. You want to feel tranquility and peace uh, because that's where most people are spending their time these days. What advice do you have for for someone? Um, You said it right. It's the energy flow. Uh, I look at it more like harmony with the environment and my house. Um, The first tip I can give with feng shui is declutter. If you are walking around your house and you feel everywhere there is something and you want to, you need to go to the stairs, you need to pass over that, you need, that is so stressful and no one needs that. Try to make as clean as possible. Like I think my house is hardly any furniture. I don't have hardly any furniture because I like it open. That's me. I like to feel how everything is open. Um, I feel it with plants and greens and, you know, there is a saying in feng shui, if you don't know Picasso and you, do, you cannot afford any, you know, expensive art items, don't even bother. You want to fill your house with things that are very meaningful for you. If it's your daughter, you know, trip to this and that that you took with her, uh, make your house something is you're very, you're feeling the harmony in the air. Um, I know that I, I normally don't put any knife exhibition on my counter, I hide them. I do expose my foods and spices because they believe that that brings better energy to the house than sharp, you know, uh, tools. I try to keep uh, my bedroom in the right order. So your bed, it's really important where you put your bed. You move to a new house. They say that you do not want your feet to point to the door. You what happens? It, what your happens? Bed if- has to be diagonally to the door. What? Okay, so if your feet are pointing towards the door, make it's, sure it's... It's not... Don't do it's it. It's not good. But You're what not going to sleep good. Oh, you want sleep good. Okay. You want sleep good. 
Um, same, let's say you have flowers, you, you buy flowers, you like flowers, but once they're dead, you have to throw them immediately away. Uh, some people believe that if you want to keep abundance and attract, you know, money and power, fix all your leaks in your house. Always fix your leaks in your house. It means a lot um, to what's going to come to you and the power and the money that you're going to. Same with your thoughts. They want you to think abundance. Don't ever think, I'm going to have to work so hard to get it. Maybe I'm not going to get it. The opposite, you're going to think the money and the success are going to come to me. They're going to come to me. You're going to think positive. And um, I, for example, do a lot of uh, colors. You know, I want calm colors where I should sleep, like beige or, you know, nice, bright, calm down peach or things like that. So I can go down, no TV in my bedroom, nothing electronic. Um, Do you have no, pi- no about, you know, your bed? No pictures of your kids. Isn't that a feng shui thing? If you have children, no pictures of your kids in the bedroom. Is that still a feng shui thing? It, it might be. I'm not an expert in feng shui. I just take the things that bothered me. I go read about them more. Okay. And I go, oh, yeah, my, maybe that's this. Because, you know, when I had knives on the counter, it bothered me. And I didn't even know why. Until I read, you want to show off your foods and spices. You want to hide your knives. That really worked for me. Yeah. It's so interesting if we have to actually stop and think about those things as we're talking about the energy and the flow in our homes. Um, yes. And so we, with just the few minutes that we have left, Didi, what's, what's most important that you'd like to talk about? Uh, the importance of uh, detoxing or, I mean, there's so much more to talk about. And please go yeah. to Adi's website um, and learn more about uh, your cleansing, your home, your body, your spirit, and all of that. Um, so let's talk about proper lifting techniques in the last couple of minutes that we have. Um, so many people have different ways of lifting things, and it all depends on maybe how old you are or what injuries you have. Tell us what the proper way to lift something, Adi. Okay, so if you have to lift something heavy and you always want to use your legs, which are more strong, then use your back, okay? Always remember that your back is less strong than your legs and your thighs. So if there is a box and you think it's going to be heavy because you packed it and you know it, if it's extra heavy, you will always put a sticker, not for me. <laughs> not for me but that could be for anybody and then nobody will pick it up so it's i don't care yeah not for me <laughs> in your handwriting yes not mine and then if it's for you box you want to bend with your knees straight back really keep your hand your straight back if you're gentle and you have rings take them off or put gloves right we don't want to get hurt then you're going to lift it and you're going to hold it close to your center Okay, never reach away or you know how someone is pulling before you and you're like dragging after him with your back rounded. No, you want it close to your center. You want your back straight. You want to go slow, not like sudden turns or things like that. Um, The most important thing is, I know it's funny, but you want to warm up. If you know you're going to start packing now and bend and go, do a short dynamic warm up. I mean, you know, just move your back move your legs, squat a little bit, because if you haven't done anything, you're caught, suddenly you're bent to lift up a big box, many things can happen. Mm, Doesn't sound good. 
But doesn't sound good. your advice and everything you're telling us, uh, we certainly have so much more to talk about, but we are out of time today. Adi, I hope you'll come back. And I know, I hope you'll come back <laughs> and uh, join us on another episode. Uh, please vis- visit Adi's website and reach out to her on social media platforms. Uh, Adi, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. Uh, great to see you. I love you. Uh, I love you too. Thank you. Uh, and I look forward to seeing you in person again soon. Uh, thank you for watching Real Estate You with Letty Ann. We hope you found some helpful tips about the stressors of moving and how you might overcome uh, all of that, especially a great night's sleep. So we'll see you again soon on another episode of Real Estate You with Letty Ann. 